This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we are, hour two on a great day for talk radio. Lots of sunshine. Weather's turning for the better, too, as we're uh, being promised. Positive integers on Saturday, plus one, plus seven on Sunday, and uh, hopefully the snow will melt uh, in certain parts of the country, of course. It's still coming in in full force. It's grounded the Prime Minister's plane. He's in Goose Bay, Labrador, spending the day. I guess uh, it's a form of penance, if you will, this being the season of Lent. (laughs) I can only see it in those terms. But nonetheless, uh, so he doesn't get to apologize to the Inuit either. Uh, What's today turned into? The No Apologies Tour, which is central to the question of whether or not uh, he missed an opportunity to remediate things and maybe uh, put it all behind Canadians and then moving forward, as he emphatically stated he planned to do nonetheless. Uh, Is this something for which we can overlook uh, whatever the perception that uh, the takeaway was rather uh, there was a consensus in hour one with a call suggesting that he missed uh, the boat here and he's tone deaf and uh, well, a lot of these recriminations and criticisms directed his way, but let's find out how the liberal party or their uh, operatives feel about things. Omar Khan is the vice president of public affairs at Hill and Knowlton strategies here in town. He's also the vice president with the Ontario liberal party. And he's joined the Oakley Show this afternoon. Omar, good to have you back on board. Good afternoon. Pleasure to be back. All right. Was it, I said good afternoon. How about the morning? Was it a good morning? Well, you know, uh, I, I think uh, in, term, in terms of the opposition, I don't think you know, the Prime Minister could have done anything other than you know, resign on the spot. <laughs> well, no, you know, people are asking for an apology. Even nonpartisans were saying uh, yeah. the best he could have done, or at least what he could have done, is apologized to Jody Wilson-Raybould or maybe the Canadian public for having uh, us endure this ordeal? I think, uh, you know, uh, what I would have liked to have seen uh, is, a, is a bit of a stronger move to, to just move now uh, to separate the role of the Attorney General and the Justice Minister. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I have no doubt, uh, and, and, and people that know the players involved, like Gerald Butts uh, and the Prime Minister himself, you know, we have no doubt that there were no in- nefarious intentions here. Uh, you know, I honestly believe and know that they were acting, uh, you know, based on an intention to do whatever they could within the law to try and save these jobs. So you're but saying I, they're credible and it was a matter of interpretation or misinterpretation? Well, I, I'm saying what, 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 I, what, I, what I think uh, the message needs to be, and I think we saw a little bit of this uh, from Gerald in his testimony, uh, was that, look, uh, at the end of the day, uh, it doesn't matter what I said. It doesn't matter what, what Jody Wilson-Raybould said. What matters is that she felt that a line was crossed, or, 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 or she feels that a line was crossed. Mm-hmm. So, so what can we do now moving forward uh, to, to have a learning and make sure that that doesn't happen again? Uh, I think that's the tone that I would strike moving forward, and I think we'll start to see... Uh, a little bit more of that in the coming days. But at, at the end of the day, you know, the government has a budget coming up. They have some really important issues to deal with. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, okay, Omar, 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 cut the liberal talking points here for a second. Let me just yeah. back up. Uh, the real issue at the very nub of it is political interference in a criminal prosecution. That's obstruction uh, of justice. Well, well, no, because a there, there a uh, the the criminal prosecution persists, so it, it is ongoing. Mm. And b, well, they were trying uh, to change things. Well, no, what they were asking for economic for, benefit, which is well, again the law, as I understand well, no, it. No, so, so what they were asking for 
uh, is two things. So they were asking either for the Attorney General to sit down with Beverly McLaughlin, who I believe had provided a legal opinion on this matter. Mm. Uh, I think it was to the government of Quebec, but I could be wrong. Uh, to sit down with her and, and, and get her sense uh, of whether or not a DPA uh, would be would be acceptable in, in this case, or seek alternative third-party legal advice. The whole issue of national economic... So they didn't trust... Yeah. Wait, they didn't trust Jody Wilson-Raybould to be able to come up with a valid uh, opinion on her own. I think uh, when 9,000 jobs are at stake, you want to make sure you, you, you look under any rock possible to see what's allowed. Are 9,000 right? jobs at stake? A lot of people are querying that number right now. Well, you know, whether it's 9,000 or 5,000 or, or whatever the number is, definitely uh -huh. if, if the stock price uh, of, of, a, of a major Canadian corporation uh, takes, a, takes a hit, uh, it opens them up for potential uh, hostile takeover from abroad, mm. and and that brings potentially, you know, that that brings the, the the that employment footprint into question. And it's not just the employment footprint; it's it's also the the related jobs in the supply chain. It's the it's the sanctity of the pensions. You know, it it it, it doesn't mean that a DPA should have been used. Uh, but I would expect that most Canadians would understand that their government would want to take a look at all options on the table. But Omar, uh, I've got to, to stop you there. You know, as you go down this road, as the Prime Minister did and Jerry Butts as well, all it does is re-emphasize the disparity and concern for one part of the country versus the other. Folks out West are livid. This just again punctuates the point that they're the forgotten ones, even though more jobs have been lost. As a matter of fact, we can even cite here in yeah. Ontario too, but Quebec becomes kind of the sacred talisman that they have have to address why well you know look uh, the, the government moved to nationalize a pipeline uh, to try and address some of the issues being faced out oh. west like with mixed results so far uh, you know understandably for sure i totally accept that mm. but but the intent was there you know the government's not nationalizing a pipeline for the for for for, for kicks mm. they're they're doing it to ensure that it can get built uh, so you may argue with their success in that regard, but you can't argue with the intent and you can't argue with the fact that they, they tried to do something and they are trying to do something. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, when Dalton McGinty, they bought uh, all those housing, uh, that uh, development in Caledonia, just to uh, try to mitigate the damage. So, but by the way, uh, so what was your perception? Do you think the Prime Minister, I mean, you've got your finger on the pulse. Did he move yeah. the needle this morning? Because I'm hearing from people in hour one, uh, they were not impressed. In fact, it looked like the hole got dug deeper. Yeah, look, I, I don't think the hole got dug deeper, but I would have I would have preferred to see um, a little bit more stronger uh, approach in terms of uh, under in terms of accepting uh, at least the perception on the part of the former attorney general that uh, that that lines were crossed, uh, and I would have preferred to see uh, some some stronger language around structural changes at the Department of Justice moving forward, really really committing to to to, to severing the role of the AG from that of a cabinet minister. Uh, I think what we saw was a strong commitment to bring in, uh, you know, third-party uh, advice on the issue. Mm. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, given... Yeah, but you know how that's read? Level, you know how yeah, that's read, Omar? Uh, I don't think it was enough. So no. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> okay. I, 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 think, I think given the level of crisis the government has faced over the last couple of weeks... Uh, they probably should have gone further uh, this morning. Well, all right. Uh, and uh, so we're on the same page interpreting matters as far as that's concerned. When he, you know, you talk about uh, these other things of bringing in a third party and the wisdom of Beverly McLaughlin from the Supreme Court, it's uh, questionable that 
look, the the takeaway from that is that they didn't get the answer they wanted from Jody Wilson-Raybould, so they went fishing for, uh, you know, another option or, or alternative. And that's the cynicism of politics that Canadians really hate. And uh, this guy is sort of hammering, and Jerry Butts is hammering that point home, too. Uh, it just increases, as I said, you know, the jobs that uh, Quebec is central to that narrative. Now, he wasn't aware of the erosion of trust by his own admission, uh, how does that augur well for a prime minister? He sounds like the out-of-the-loop guy. Well, it sounds like there's probably some some structural issues at play within the prime minister's office that need to be addressed as well. I'm not going to blame Jerry here. You, you know, the guy the guy was probably 95% ensconced at the time uh, in the NAFTA negotiations. So I get that, but for sure, and I think we saw some admission from the prime minister that that uh, you know perhaps he could have handled things differently. Uh, in his remarks this morning, but for, for sure, I think the fact that uh, things had become so toxic, uh, and uh, and and if you believe the prime minister, which I do, but he he wasn't aware of that. Uh, it speaks to some broader, probably structural issues within the prime minister's office. Yeah, what does that mean? Explain it to me, because uh, not all of us are you know uh, privy to the kind of goings on in the halls of power, structural uh, issues in. Well, so, so I think um, you know everybody's got different management styles. Um, you know, sometimes uh, political staff, and I have been one for a number of years, uh, in interactions with elected officials, even without knowing so, can come across as um, uh, I'm not going to say arrogant, but can come across as <laughs> as you know um, aloof, this, 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 aloof, or you know. Lack of uh, the, 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 they can perhaps sometimes inadvertently demonstrate a lack of respect for an elected official, uh, and you know I, I don't think that's intentional. These are very busy people, uh, but you know sometimes when you have to have the tough conversation, it's it's better to just do it yourself, elected official to elected official, uh, and I think the prime minister pretty much said that this morning. All right. Now, uh, the real question, I mean, you're the strategist. Again, Omar Khan is with us, Vice President of Public Affairs at Hill and Knowlton Strategies and the Vice President of the Ontario Liberal Party. Uh, How does Justin remediate his or even the Liberal brand at this point? So my advice would be, uh, so let's move a little bit quicker on addressing some of those structural issues in the Department of Justice. Mm. But, you know, beyond that, I think um, there is, um, in terms of our of our role in the world uh, and what we're seeing with the rise of right-wing uh, nationalist populism in, in many countries that throughout Europe, the United States. Um, what about and, left-wing and populism? I mean, absolutely, you, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I would hundred uh, percent. So, so I think Mr. Prime Minister Trudeau has a big, has, can set himself as, as a captain Canada, as an alternative. So somebody who's going to fight for the Canadian national interest, for Canadian jobs, mm. but also push back against this rising tide of radicalism that we're seeing both from the right and the left across the world. All right, well, uh, we're going to see how that resonates out in Western Canada because the disaffection runs pretty deep. I understand uh, that. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, it's interesting to talk to you from that perspective, so you do concede he could have done a better job this morning. I do. Okay. Yeah. Omar, thanks so much for your time and your candor. My pleasure. All right. We'll talk right. again. Omar Khan, again, Vice President of Public Affairs at Hilton Knowlton Strategies. Well, 
Let's hear how the conservatives uh, perceive things. Lisa Raitt was front and center yesterday in the Justice Committee asking pointed questions about, uh, well, the one that struck me especially was when she wanted to get access to the tools of communication, i.e. the cell phone issued through the PMO to Jerry Butts, and it was voted down by a liberal-dominated committee. And you're thinking, well, (laughs) wait a minute, there could be some crucial evidentiary things here that may actually substantiate uh, one party's claim or discount the other, and yet uh, that's not availed to them. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.